Welcome to the Port City Student Ministry Podcast. We are so excited um, to be hanging out with you guys today. My name is Jeff. I am the high school coordinator here, and I'm going to let my friends here go around and introduce themselves. And I keep calling the people on the podcast my friends, but I don't know if they're really my friends. Yeah, I, I get to decide what, that. Right. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself first? Yeah, I'm Taylor. I'm the middle school coordinator here at the church. Um, yeah, I like middle schoolers. They're fun. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, my name's Lucy. I'm a sophomore at Wilmington Early College. And I. what do you do here at the church? You do stuff here. Oh, I'm always at the church. Yeah. Um, I play in the band. I play keys, and that's awesome. And I attend pretty much every tsunami, every ripple effect. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you lead a small group in tsunami? No. You just come hang out? Yep, I'm just hanging out. That's so cool. She's usually there because she plays. So then she hangs out. Right, right. That's awesome. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Lucy. Like, what um, what's life like right now? What do you like to do for fun? What are your hobbies? Oh, gosh. Well, right now, everything's kind of at a standstill. Um, I am just hanging out at my house. I play a lot of music. I songwrite occasionally. I love piano, guitar, that kind of thing. Um, I also play bananagrams by myself and do puzzles and just any kind of like activity bananagrams? that bananagrams. Yeah, by it's yourself. Like, mm-hmm. How do you do that? You, you just, just like make you words? just make words and you make up different rules. Yeah. Wow. Jeff is rolling his eyes right now. I feel like you're you're way smarter than I am for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's like playing chess against yourself, yeah. right? I guess I don't know anything that stimulates the brain that isn't just like doesn't leave me completely. Dead I have after. a anagram. Should I try that when I get home? Absolutely. Okay. Noted. Write that down, everyone. It's a thing to do um, whenever you're home. Play bananagram. Good thing is you always win, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? Um, so music's a, a big thing in your life, right? Like, Absolutely. It's pretty yeah. important to you. Tell us about, like, what has your journey been like in that? Like, how did you get into music first? And, like, how did you end up loving it so much? So when I was in second grade, I decided that I wanted to take piano lessons. And so my parents kindly started me with an amazing teacher. Um, and I worked with her up until freshman year. And we were just learning. We went through all the piano adventures books. And I learned a ton of music theory and all that. Um, but it was when I entered Tsunami that I decided I wanted to be in the band. And I, was, I just fell in love with worship music. And so before seventh grade, I started working with Natalie. And she just mentored me through what it looks like to be a worship leader. And it was this whole other world for me that I hadn't even explored. And so, so now cool. I get to kind of use both, which is really fun. I'll bring out my old piano books and play some stuff. But I love worship. Worship is really where my heart's at. Yeah. And Natalie is our old uh, student ministry worship coordinator, um, if you don't know. But that's that's so cool that, um, that you have the opportunity to do that. What about, uh, what about worship music is it that you love so much? Um, I think it's my way of expressing praise. Um, a lot of people do it differently. I know my dad, he loves to surf and just be in creation, and that's his way of spending time with God. And for me, it's being on stage. And so that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you, whenever you songwrite, do you usually write worship music? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any, are we ever going to get to hear any of that someday? Maybe. I posted a little thing on my Instagram story and it was just kind of my thoughts about this whole coronavirus situation sometimes I forget that like I'll post something and I forget that people actually watch it 
So I've been getting <laughs> occasional feedback and I'm like, oh, I can't believe like they're actually watching that. But yeah, that's just a little something like I write stuff a lot and just never show it to anyone. So, <laughs> yeah. I, so how did you know, like, that that was something that you wanted to pursue or jump into? Like you loved music, but I know that there's other students out there that they love music and they have a walk with God. But like those things haven't meshed. And so what was that like for you? It was at some point it was just all I could think about. Like whenever I'd go to Tsunami, I went primarily to be in the room and worship with my peers because that's something that's very rare, I feel like now. And it's it's hard to get into that setting where you really get to connect alongside your peers. And I knew that one day I'd have to leave Tsunami and I was like, how can I how can I like get out of this? Where's the loophole? And I was like, I should be in the band because I can use my talents to worship God and I get to never have to leave Tsunami. So. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so what it, like? What are your friends like? Like, Do you have a lot of friends? Do you have a few friends? Like, What's that <laughs> like? Do you not have any friends? And that's why you play Bananagrams by yourself? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, I have an amazing small group. We've been using Zoom a lot recently. We'll literally just sit on Zoom for hours, and I'll play Bananagrams. And my small group leader will play Fortnite with Casey and... Abby will just do whatever nice. and we just love being together and just having the company of each other even if we're not talking so yes Absolutely. I have an amazing small group and also a really great group of school friends so what's it like been doing uh what's it like to be doing everything online I uh, it's so weird it's feel like the personal connection is still there but it's it's just not the same yeah it's is weird. it like talking on the phone sort of sort of yeah but it's nice that we can see each other um, so thinking about like, thinking about that, like, because everything's changed and because everything's been kind of upended right now, or at least normal life, right? Like what's that been like? And like, how's it, how's it impacting your life? Like what's different? Oh, I feels like someone pushed pause on my entire life. It's like, it's just this huge disruption. I feel like a lot of people are afraid because of the uncertainty and the lack of control they feel. And especially for me, like, I love being able to plan out everything and like be busy all the time and have a lot of control over my schedule and now it's just like I don't even know what the next day is going to bring so it's it's definitely unnerving for sure yeah yeah it's crazy uh what about your walk with God like how how are you staying like how are you like staying focused in this season and like still growing in your walk with God when everything's changed Right. So I still do my quiet time. I try to do it every morning and then every night to kind of book in my day and get it just helps set my perspective for the day. Um, so I've still been doing that. I started a study on the Bible app called Hope in the Dark, and it's been walking through the book of Habakkuk. And it's I just never even thought about opening that book. I didn't know how to pronounce it until I looked it up last night. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool to just see the perspective of Habakkuk as he's walking through this difficult season and he's looking at the life that he's living and the people and he's just really anxious about it, which I feel about this situation. Um, and he's just crying out to God and that's how I felt. And then in the book, you can kind of see him have a, a revelation. Habakkuk just starts looking to God and he takes the posture of impatience that he has and he turns it into a posture of hope. And I thought that was super cool. So that's like that's like what you're actively trying to do in the yeah. season. Huh? Yeah, that's my encouragement. In the study, it said, um, remember what God has done, accept what he is doing, and trust in what he's going to do. So I've just been repeating that in my head like a mantra for this season. 
That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. What um, it sounds like you have like uh, you know, a pretty strong faith and and kind of a way that you like you praise and and you worship um, and you have this walk with God that you can kind of kind of focus in and streamline during this time. How would you encourage maybe some younger students that are figuring out this whole God thing right now and now all of a sudden like tsunami's gone which is our middle school ministry mm-hmm. like now they're not with their small group they're not hearing this stuff and things are just different and weird like is there anything yeah. you'd say to middle schoolers like hey like this is an easy way you could take your walk with God seriously yeah well what worked for me is just making it a part of my routine and making it a priority because something I've observed is that Um, habits don't become strong and don't become part of your rhythm unless they're a priority. And Mm -hmm. so I just decided, it was after Fuse last summer, that every morning I was going to open my Bible app and I was going to start a plan and I was going to just go through the plan and then write a little something in my journal and pray it out. And that just really helped me get into a rhythm. And it's, it's not hard. It takes me maybe 20 minutes. So have you been able to stick with that all the way through? Yeah. That's so cool. It's it's been really cool, yeah. And they even have streaks on the Bible app, which is kind of a little incentive. Like try to keep up your yeah. streak for as long as possible. Yeah, that's so. cool. Yeah, that's like I, I feel like it's so easy. Like you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, high school, middle school students, and adults for that matter, do that whenever they get back from camp or conferences. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. doing this. Like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna read my Bible every day, and I'm gonna pray every day, and I'm gonna, you know, yeah, and we make these sure. like big like things, mm-hmm. and then it's so hard to to follow through sometimes or like you get back to normal life and all of a sudden you're busy again and you just like forget. How did you keep from doing that? Um, I just noticed how it was kind of changing the way that I saw the rest of my day. Like it's just 20 minutes at the beginning of my day, but it impacts the rest of it. And I made the rule that I would not, I wouldn't go on Instagram. I wouldn't text anyone back. I wouldn't check my email, which I do break this rule sometimes, but before I go on the Bible app and that, because I want God to be first, and I feel like that's just a very tangible way to put him first. Totally. And so that little rule that I set for myself, it actually keeps me from doing it a lot of the time, which is crazy. That's so cool. That's awesome. I love that approach, too, because so often we, you know, we think big picture when we think about our walk with God. Yeah. And that's intimidating, and we don't know where to start, and so a lot of times we just freeze where we're at. And so, like, mm-hmm. to just, you know, a, a simple, I'm going to make sure I read in the morning, you know, yeah. and it's kind of helped your walk this whole time. Well, and we think like to follow Jesus well, like, like you're saying, like you think you have to do these big, huge things like, oh, I have to go like give all my stuff to poor people or like do work in ministry or like we make these like we feel like it has to be this big, huge thing whenever really it's like the small daily dedications of like, no, I'm going to I'm going to put God first. Like I'm not going to open Clash Royale first thing in the morning and (laughs) unlock my chest like I do every morning. I'm going to read the Bible first. (laughs) Right. And everyone has 20 minutes. I mean, Right. You always have the time. You just have to make it. And so just setting it aside, waking up 20 minutes earlier. I know for me, it's so hard to set my alarm 20 minutes earlier, but yeah. it's so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. One of, the, uh, one of the pastors here, Mark Allen, told me one day, like, you make time for what? Like, I'd always say, I don't have time. I don't have time. He's like, no, you make time for what's important for you. Like, you're just choosing something else to be important. Mm-hmm. And that, like, has wrecked me ever since. Whenever I yeah. want to say, like, oh, I don't have time to do this. or I don't have time to do that. It's like, no you pick and choose what you make time for. Like, it's not like, it's not, no one else is making your schedule, you know? And that's, I, I always say that, and I'm like, wait, everyone has the same amount of time. <laughs> like, <Right. Yeah. laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, 
Okay, so what about, you know, you talked about some suggestions to uh, middle school students. Would you say the same thing to your peers, like, in high school right now? Yeah, I would. I would. And I think in this season, we're all been given so much time. And if we see it as a gift and not a burden, then we can take it and we can use it to reflect on our old routines and maybe see where we're not spending the time wisely. And if we get to the end of the week and we couldn't tell anything that happened that week besides school or sports, then maybe it's time to change it up a bit. Yeah. Do you feel like you've gone through seasons like that? Like where it's like, "Eh." Yeah. After Fuse last summer, I just had like a it was a moment. I had a moment for sure. Like, tell us about that moment. Like what happened that made you realize all this and and say, I need to change some stuff. And if you don't know, Fuse is our uh, summer camp for high school, middle school students. We have two separate weeks, one for middle school, one for high school. And, um, and this moment, cause you played, did you play middle school camp? No, not last year. Okay. Not last year. Um, so this was at high school camp. Yes. Um, tell me, tell us what about that moment and what happened. Well, I always come back from Fuse feeling a little lonely, you know, missing my friends. I'm an only child, so it's, I have to work a little harder to get social interaction, I feel like, with my peers and people my age, but I just woke up that morning at like 2 p.m. So this is after Fuse? Yes. Like you're home? No, it was after Fuse. Okay. It was like, you know, early afternoon, because we're super tired after Fuse, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to keep this going. Like my life needs to have Fuse, just a little piece of it, and so I started a plan called 21 days after camp and I did it for 21 days after camp and it and that's bible app plan yes oh that's so cool yeah that I people. love bible app plans I would 100% recommend them um and it was perfect like it was like I know you're missing worship right now I know you're missing the vibes at camp and I was like I do that's I do. so cool <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of walked through and by the end of the 21 days I was like okay that was 21 days I can do this the next 21 days and then the next 21 days and then it was half a year later and I'm still doing it's more than half a year later now, but yeah, yeah. I still choose Bible app plans that I feel like reflect what I need to learn in that season. And that's cool. It's great. Yeah. So like, uh, so that's interesting that like the moment you had was after camp. Like mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people have their moment like at camp mm-hmm. um, and you know, something, you know, a speaker says or a moment after in worship or whatever, like makes them realize like, oh, I need to make some changes, you know? So it's interesting that you had that whenever you got home yeah well josh was really great too about giving us practical ways to implement and i wrote down he gave like a sunday through saturday list of stuff we can Uh do and that's in my closet on little note cards but i feel like making my own routine was even more helpful for me because i was able to be a part and i know what works for me and what doesn't so So. i I love hearing technology as a positive Mm -hmm. for students you know because it it gets a bad rap all the time right and so, like, to hear that, that's something that has really helped your walk with God, you know, and, and it's so, you know, that's how students and young people, they, that's their world now, is technology, pretty mm-hmm. much. And so, um, it's encouraging to hear stories of, you know, good things coming from it. Totally. And I mean, especially right now, holy yeah. cow, like, if we didn't have it, like... Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, was, I saw some meme, and it was like... Uh, youth pastors who have been berating Instagram for the past five years are now like, everybody get on Instagram. <laughs> so it's so funny. Um, so are you on social media? Yes. Instagram? Anything yes. else? Just Snap- Instagram. Snapchat? Twitter? No. No, I told myself I wouldn't get Snapchat. Okay. Why is that? Um, I just felt like I didn't need another social media. Okay. It, it was pretty simple. So you're and solely on Instagram? Yes. Is that ever hard? Like being a high school girl on Instagram? Like, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, I feel like there's just a lot of pressures around it. 
I set screen time, another example of why technology is good, and I set to 30 minutes on Instagram a day because I feel like I don't need to spend any more time looking at other people's highlights of their life because it just makes me feel bad about my own, so. It's, like, easy to fall into the comparison thing. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm a big, yeah, I fall into that trap a lot. Why do you think that is? I think, I don't know. It's just part of who I am, I think. Do you do you struggle with that at all? You're not crazy on social media, are you, Taylor? No, I try to... So I, I do like to to see what other people are up to and what they're doing, and right. I, um, but I I don't like to to put stuff out there a lot because I feel like it's bragging, you know, like or like oh, hey, look no, what we're doing. Mean? Like so, my own posts I really don't do it often, um, and I try to make it about my my kids or something that's not sure. necessarily about me when I do, just because you know I I've, I've always had a heart for other people. That's why I wanted to do ministry to begin with, mm-hmm. and. And so the more I can find out about you, the better I can, I can connect with you and, and hopefully push you to Jesus. And right. so that, that's kind of more, so of the more as a tool. I, yeah. More as a tool and less about the things I'm doing. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. For me, I fall somewhere in the middle. I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm on Instagram quite a bit, I'd say. Um, and I, I'm a, I love memes probably more i probably <laughs> I spend more time looking at memes than i do anything else on instagram uh i think i slide a little bit towards uh, uh gen z in that department <laughs> but um, but i uh but you know i'll post stuff um i i'm not like super consistent but i do every time i see someone who does it really well i'm like that's cool like i i, I appreciate people who are like um like who who run Instagrams well and like all their stuff looks the same. What's that called again? Oh, a theme. Yeah, like, like an aesthetic. aesthetic or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, it's cool because I, I do feel like it can be like for some people, it's like this creative expression. Um, but I, and I think there's so many. It's like anything is the reality, right? Because there's so many things that can be healthy that we can make unhealthy, right? Like literally, you can make anything unhealthy if you do it to an extreme or if you mm-hmm. use it in the wrong way. Like so, I think social media is the same. I would say it's very easy. It's a, it, maybe it's easier on social media to make it something unhealthy for sure. And it's set up so that you are, so that it's easy to compare. So mm-hmm. like, I think you have to know yourself, right? And like you're saying, like, I know that I struggle with comparison. So I only spend 30 minutes on Instagram a day. Like, that's really well, awesome. To, I often break that rule, but it's yeah. a good reminder whenever the screen time notification pops up. I'm like, okay, right. like I need to put this in perspective. Why am I still scrolling? Yeah. And it's like, if you like, if you start to feel yourself slide towards that, you know what it is. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, why am I doing this? It's like, oh, no, like, I've been on Instagram for three hours today. Like, of course, I'm looking at so-and-so and wishing I was them right now or wishing my life looked more like theirs right now. So, I, you know, I think it's one of those things that's like everything in life can be good and can be bad. And it's just how do you use those things? Like, there's correct expressions of things and there's incorrect expressions of things. and um, And it's cool to, like, it's cool to see that and um, and be wise about how you use um, stuff. So, anyways, I'm done preaching now. No, that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, okay, so tell me what um, what are the highs in life right now? Or let's start with lows. What are the lows in life right now? What's not going great? I'm I'm pretty lonely. I mean, are you whole... an extrovert? Yes. You yes, are. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, people give me energy, so I wake up and I know that probably not gonna see any of my friends that day i'm like oh well kind of hard to get motivated but so this has been a tough for you 
absolutely oh yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. what are you doing to like beat that um well not, i mentioned earlier suffering. but my small group <laughs> we go on zoom a lot we just hang out and do our own thing but with the company of each other which is awesome do you guys do that more than just sunday nights oh yeah we've oh, done sick. it like every day in a row for multiple hours at a time no way yeah that's so they're cool. on zoom right now i'm pretty sure <laughs> we should like zoom them in and say hi now uh <laughs> so so you guys do that every day you're small is like is everyone there like leaders there like um, everybody or yeah um sam bennett one of my leaders kind of oversees it because emily has to work a lot That's um so and cool. it's it's often me abby and casey but other people join sometimes it just depends that's so cool yeah. so are you guys like what do you guys talk about like are you guys always talking about jesus or are you talking about <laughs> life <What's> <laughs> no <laughs> it's casey and sam are playing fortnite often so they're talking about fortnite to us and then abby and i are having a side conversation and we're just That's i mean awesome. there's not much to catch each other up on when we do it every single day for hours at a time oh, right so we just it's just like spending time together yeah it's, like it's spending out. time together yeah, that's awesome. It's like the only description of a girl's small group I've ever heard that I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. As a guy, like, oh, I, I can hang yes. out and talk about Fortnite with you guys. <laughs> uh, so, but you're low right now, so you're kind of lonely, kind of like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. What do you do with it's that? It's hard. Like, other than hang out on Zoom all day. <laughs> um, like, how's that played into your relationship with God? I've definitely spent more time with him. Sometimes it's arguing. Sometimes it's just complaining. I do that a lot in my head. <laughs> um, and then also just looking at my routine, like I kind of mentioned, um, and thinking about how I can improve what I've been doing and just spending more time in my Hope in the Dark plan. I love that plan. I yeah. like reread it. Yeah. It's really good. That's so cool. I don't know if I've ever like really intentionally sat down and read Habakkuk. I know. <laughs> I know. It's not like a, a book that you yeah. would think about, but it's really good. Yeah. It's only three chapters, too, so super easy read. That's cool. Um, so what, like, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you about, um, oh, like you said, like, uh, almost arguing or complaining with mm -hmm. God. Like, um, what's the, like, what, about what? Like, let us in on that a little bit. Like, you don't have to tell us <laughs> if it's super specific, but. No, no, I'm just like, God. You know, this is my sophomore year. This is based on the school I go to. This is the last year that I'm going to have high school classes, mm -hmm. which are my favorite. And I love all my classmates. Like this year was so good. God, like, why is it being cut short? Mm -hmm. Like, God, I'm just so lonely. Like my friends, they all have siblings that they can hang out with. Like, why don't I have a sibling? I know why I don't have a sibling. And most of the time I'm glad that I don't have a sibling. But <laughs> it's times like these where I just start to question a lot of things. Okay. And I tend to be super ungrateful. So then I have to take that thought and turn it around to be like, well, I do love my room and I love spending time in my room. And I have a piano and a guitar in my room. And I just, maybe I can songwrite today and make something good out of it. So yeah. it's a lot of wrestling. Do you ever find yourself in those spaces, Taylor? Like those sort of prayers or like, times with God of being like frustrated or yeah yeah for sure but I think what you're saying is super encouraging you know because it doesn't sound like you let that get to a point where it like crushes that for you you mm -hmm. know and I, I feel like that's a lot of us mm -hmm. like I know I get there like when I'm a people sorry I'm a people <laughs> pleaser you know and so like when I fail someone else or when the, when they say something like I should have done like I let that crush me and mm -hmm. I let that get in the way of my walk with God all the time when really, like, that's not 
what I was designed for. And that's not my purpose. Like my purpose is to, to reach students and help them walk with God. Like that's, that's why I think God yeah. put me here on this earth. And so I'm going to do that the best way I can. Um, but I let my circumstances, my relationships and things all the time get to a point where I, I feel like it crushes that walk. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's scary, you know, for sure. And, and I know better, you know, like, um, but mm-hmm. it, it just happens. And so I think it's, I think it's so cool that like, that you feel the freedom to be able to do that in your relationship with God. Like, because I think it's really easy to feel like we like, Oh, my prayers have to be like this perfect, pretty thing. Or I have to like know exactly what I'm going to say, or I have to say it in these words rather than just being able to like go before God and be like, this is where I'm at. Like I'm frustrated. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm lonely. I'm whatever, you know, and being able to like put that in front of God and saying like, God, what do you want me to do with this? Or like, why is this happening? Or, you know, like we're, allowed to be frustrated we're allowed to be angry and like when we are like god wants us to bring that stuff before him me and taylor and a couple others are reading through a book called soul keeping right now and he said uh john orberg the author said something along the lines of this is not an exact quote to paraphrase but something along the lines of better to be a uh, honest sinner before god than like a lying saint like better to be real about where you're at and what you're going through than to lie and act like everything's perfect because god knows anyways Um, and he wants you to be real with him you know like Mm -hmm. I think about that in our relationships like if I have a relationship with a friend like and they're going through something I don't want them to act like everything's okay no like come talk to me like let's talk about it like let's be real about it Um, don't act like everything's fine when it's not so I think like feeling that freedom to do that in your relationship with God and then allowing it to come to a place where it doesn't crush everything and it doesn't destroy your walk and it doesn't you know ruin relationships but rather it pushes you to, to get out of it, you know, it's so, so mm-hmm. cool. And I think, um, I think we should all feel that freedom in our walk with God to be able to do that. Um, so what's your, what are your highs? Like what's awesome right now? What, what are you loving? Are you loving life right now? <laughs> Great question. Um, I think I've just started to treasure the things that I took for granted before, like hanging out with my small group on Sunday nights and all being in a circle super close or holding hands when we pray. Um, which I guess we shouldn't encourage that now because it's not sanitary, but um, (laughs) just lean in closer to the screen. Yes. (laughs) Foreheads against the screen. (laughs) (laughs) But I think just all those like personal relationships that I'm like, it's harder now to uphold. I'm like, wow, I had it so good before. So I'm kind of, it's, it's a tug and of war, I think. Yeah. It's, It's awesome. There's still, like when you were just saying that, I thought like this is a great opportunity to show people that you care about them, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. for you to go out of your way to just acknowledge someone or say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm thinking about you. Like so often we miss that because we're used to just being around each other. Right. And so to make that, you know, that person a priority and just reach out is, is a huge opportunity, especially for students. Mm-hmm. Like you could encourage so many people by just saying, hey, like I miss you. I miss seeing you. You know, yeah, I just heard you not just that easy text message or yeah. phone call or whatever. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So. Um, so do you have any to wrap up? Do you have any questions for us? No, no hard ones. <laughs> yeah, only questions that will make us look good. <laughs> Should have thought about this harder. It's OK. You don't have to have questions if you don't have any. I know I do. And I'm going to think of one. All right. If you if you can't think of one, I'm going to ask you one more. Okay. Before we close. Okay. What is God teaching you right now? And I think you've already talked about this a little bit, but. A little bit. Um, 
I think God is very intentional with how he timed this whole pandemic. Um, And I think he's just teaching me to be intentional with my life and just kind of look at everything because we're in March now. And if we hadn't had this pause, like how would I have spent the rest of my year? So I've been kind of reflecting on that. Um, So he's kind of used what's going on around you to teach you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Um, we're, we're stoked to hang out with you guys every week. So um, we will be back next week with another episode, another podcast, another friend to hang out with. Um, I'm going to have so many friends by the end of this, you guys. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're listening from another campus um, and you want to keep up to date with everything that your student ministry is doing, you can head to portcitychurch.org, click on your campus, head to their student page to see what they're doing. Um, if you're a part, if you're a middle school student and you're here at the Wilmington campus, Taylor, do you want to tell everyone what you guys are doing? Yeah, so currently right now we are doing Instagram Live. Um, so that's every Wednesday right at 7 o'clock. It's PC3ILM underscore Tsunami. Um, so if you're just following us, then you can join us live and we'll be interacting with you. Um, then we're watching some awesome teaching videos uh, nice. and then jumping into small groups on Zoom. So all that can be fine on our website and through our parent emails. If you're a parent listening to this, make sure you sign up for our parent newsletter. It's the best way to get uh, the information you guys need. So cool, so cool. If you're a high school student and you're listening to this, we are also on Instagram Live. We are Sundays at 7 o'clock. And then we also have a webpage set up that has a couple different things on. It has a worship playlist and um, a link to our latest message. You can find that um, at pc3wilmington.org forward slash regroupsotg. Lucy, have you gotten the chance to watch any of our Instagram Lives yet? Yes, they're so much fun. We were showing our talents off last week. So join Instagram Live. Maybe Jeff will order you a pizza. That's true. I might. I'm known to do that. <laughs> Either that or I'll order a pair of like giant fake eyelashes to your house or something because I'm known to do that too. Um, but anyways, um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, again, we'll look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, if you're at a different campus, check with your staff member there. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you um, and let you know what's going on with your ministry as well. We'll be looking forward to seeing you guys back here next week at Port City Student Ministry Podcast. Do you guys have toilet paper? We're looking for some. We're almost out. It's kind of a struggle. We went to three places yesterday and there was none. So. Did they try Target yet? No. I saw some in Target yesterday morning. Okay. We tried Probably Big Lots, Harris Teeter, and Publix. No luck. No go. Just get paper instead of plastic. You'll be good. <laughs>